Hello folks, this is uh, BSC Sport, a business standard podcast where we discuss one current issue every fortnight and present to you the voices from stakeholders across the board. I am Vikram and uh, I'm joined by my colleagues uh, Somesh and Arches. Today we will take a look at the student protests across the country in the past month, especially since violence broke out at the Jamia Millia Islamia and uh, Jawaharlal Nehru Universities. Students have taken to the streets, even boycotting classes for a variety of reasons, from attacks on university campuses to the Citizenship Amendment Bill. Uh, we spoke to students from across different colleges about the reason for their participation in these protests. Ria, a student of Hansraj College, one of the top colleges in the Delhi University, joined one of the protests a day after a mass goons attack JNU. From the transgender will still NRC now university. I think it's high time that each and every student comes out, and not only student, each and every person comes out, protests against it. And uh, to be honest, my parents don't know I'm here because they fear that I'll become the victim of violence. I'm here to protest again. So I don't know if we are living in a democracy. Protests have garnered support from many uh, who have hit the streets for the first time, like Adya Agarwal, who turned up for her first protest at uh, Mandi House days after the JNU attack. She was unsure of her support for uh, leftist students' unions, but at the same time, she felt a very strong need to join these protests. I am extremely ashamed of the country that India has become. Okay. Uh, I was brought up. protests are not limited only to Delhi. They've spread to educational institutions across the country. Even in Karnataka, where student body elections were banned in 1989, there have been campus protests, and one in particular at the Indian Institute of Science gained national attention after a video of the protests went viral on social media. The question, though, is why these protests have come at this time? Are these only related to the violence on campuses, or have they been spurred by something else? So we have with us now uh, Somesh Jha, who has uh, reported on these protests quite a bit. So Somesh, you've been at many of these protests. Tell us, having reported about them, what did you think of these protests firstly? I think one of the biggest takeaways from these protests is that they are faceless. Though we have seen a diverse set of influences like Anaya Kumar, Yogendra Yadav, Anurag Kashyap and Deepika Padukone standing in solidarity with protesters, ordinary citizens have been the leading force. 
Uh, this seems to be the most diverse protest movement in two ten years of the Narendra Modi government certainly, and the biggest example of this is Shaheen Bagh, which is a Muslim dominated area in New Delhi uh, where a major road uh, connecting Delhi to Noida has been blocked by protesters led by women for over a month now. Even though the committee managing the uh, protest initially withdrew from it on January two, it is still going strong as women continue to defy all the leadership calls. Students from uh, prestigious colleges such as Saint Stephen's, the IITs, and the Indian Statistical Institute, who are not known to join political movements, are also participating. The larger theme of these protests uh, has been the idea of defending the constitution rather than the rights of a particular community. I feel um, a few days back, for instance, uh, there was uh, an interfaith ceremony which was held uh, at Shaheen Bagh, and people from different faith. came together and read out texts from ma- major religions in india uh, i think one should keep in mind that these protests have come at a time when economic indicators are sparking fears of stagflation in indian economy Uh, stagflation uh, is a period of high inflation combined with a stagnant economic growth, and a longer period of economic slowdown has uh, the potential of triggering more protest for sure. Some days back, I spoke to an economics undergraduate student from Delhi University, and I asked the reason why she had joined one of these protests. So, being an economics student, I understand that the government has not performed economically well. This tenure, our GDP is falling, our foreign investments are falling. All right, and in this scenario, to bring about a bill and pass it as a law, which is so controversial, I don't think it's justified. On top of that, I am a student. All right, when I walk into my campus, it's my home. So anybody who attacks my campus, that's not justified. I'm not here to support any party. I'm here to demand answers. That tomorrow, if I want to study economics in JNU, will I be safe? Will Modi government ensure that I'm safe? Not just that. The JNU. I mean, the day there was an attack on JNU, the trending hashtag was shut down JNU. The JNU, which had given Nobel laureate Abhijit Banerjee, you're you're going to shut down that institution. The question then is, what is different about these protests? What is it that we are seeing that is new compared to older ones? To talk more about this, we have with us Archis Mohan, who is Business Standards political correspondent. Archis, I mean, since you've seen so many protests over the years, what is different this time around? Well, first and foremost, uh, what is surprising is the such massive participation of Muslim women. If you would remember, and we have read this in our history books. even during the khilafat non cooperation movement of gandhi ji in 1921 22 uh, while muslims and hindus came out together this kind of participation of muslim women hmm. was not there so that i think is a remarkable remarkable feature about these hmm. protests secondly the leadership of urban educated youth a whole lot of younger leaders have come out now people say oh this is a leaderless movement but if you would remember 1942 quit india movement hmm. you know the movement gandhi ji gave the call of quit india at, at the azad maidan in bombay 
most of the Congress uh, leaders and other leaders from other streams, as ideological streams as well, were arrested. That movement was carried on by younger leaders of the Congress and other uh, organizations. Similarly, emergency protests, uh, once JP and others were arrested, it was the younger leaders who carried out protests. So these, I think, are two remarkable things about this protest. But then one of the charge has been what you referenced, I mean, what you mentioned briefly, that it is leaderless. I mean, does this not then uh, stand chance of falling away because it could be splintered? I mean, what is the way forward from now? You know, a whole lot of people are saying, oh, how would it translate into electoral uh, arena? My point here is, while there is this Delhi Assembly poll coming up, this year, uh, the nation will see only one more election, which is in Bihar in September, October, and that's still some time away. Mm. And next year, there are elections in Bengal, Kerala, Tamil Nadu. Uh, so a big election is really not on the horizon. That, that's where the, the importance of these street protests. Mm. Uh, you know, there need not be a correlation between street protests and electoral uh, 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 sphere. Uh, take the example of emergency. The protest started in 73 and Indira Gandhi had won a famous victory in March 71 and then she had uh, led India to a victory over Pakistan in December of that year. But by 73 the protests had started and by 75 she had to impose emergency. So I, I, I think people are essentially jumping the gun here. Uh, one has to look at these protests uh, without uh, their influence on, on elections. And I think eventually, given the economic slowdown, given general irritation among younger people that there are not no jobs, there are no opportunities, uh, these protests will morph into protests on other issues as well. Hmm. You know, issues of livelihood, issues of how a whole lot of public sector undertakings are either being shut down or being sold, disinvested, uh, you know, issues of jobs, etc. Hmm. So I think the, the, the protests will sustain themselves. But what does this mean, just lastly, what does this mean then for established political parties, political forces? I mean, uh, since you said that the electoral successes or losses from these movements need not necessarily be tied together, what does it mean? Uh, as we can see, uh, established political parties are putting up protests wherever they can. For example, Mamta Banerjee-led Trinamool Congress is protesting in, uh, in in Bengal. Similarly, the left parties, the CPM, etc., are protesting in Kerala and wherever they have some influence. The Congress has protested. Ashok Gehlot, the Chief Minister of Rajasthan, held a huge protest in Rajasthan earlier this month. So they are protesting. But my my take on this is that established political parties and their leadership need to be facilitators, need to need to realize that this is a younger India where 60% of our population is below 35, younger India will probably need younger leaders. A whole lot of our present leaders are if, if either above 50 or much older. Hmm. So, so uh, you know, this, this will require some kind of sacrifice of one's ambitions, their hmm. respective ambitions. But they need to realize that this is about a younger India and younger India should be represented by younger leaders. 
and we can't let you go obviously without asking you i mean did you think in 2016 when uh, kanaya was broadcast across all television channels and this azadi cry was started uh, or at least broadcast for the first time across india that it would spread for example to mysore university to the most remote corners of the country did you see this coming Or you know, I, I'm in my mid forties. I'm an uh, emergency ear <laughs> child, <laughs> and my entire generation, my colleagues, friends, etc. This in we we had probably hoped for, dreamt for that about you know that that normal people, common people might come out on the streets, get aware, and start protesting against any governments. Uh, there was this Anazare uh, India against corruption protest. but you know that was not really as widespread didn't touch as many people as these protests have mm. so honestly i never thought that at least i would see 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 this kind of upsurge particularly um, uh, fr- from from younger people and what gives me greater uh, you know joy is to understand how so many younger people r- have better better appreciation of what our constitution is what our democracy is how pluralistic it is so it's it's a great movement in our history sure okay folks so that's a wrap from us on that positive note uh, for more news views and updates visit businessstandard.com do also follow us on telegram facebook twitter linkedin and instagram and subscribe to our channels on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Thank you.